John 2, on the third day, a wedding took place at Cana in Galilee. Jesus' mother was there, and Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding. When the wine was gone, Jesus' mother said to him, They have no more wine. I love what he said. Woman, why, why do you involve me with this matter? My hour has not yet come. And his mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you to do. Verse 6, Nearby stood six stone water jars, the kind used for the Jews for ceremonial washing, each holding from 20 to 30 gallons. So Jesus said to the servants, written in red, Fill the jars with water. So they filled them to the brim. Then he said to them, Now draw some out and take it to the master of the banquet. They did so, and the master of the banquet tasted the water that had been turned into wine. He did not realize where it had come from, though the servants who had drawn the water, they knew. Then he called the bridegroom aside and said, Everyone brings out the choice wine first, and then the cheaper wine after the guests have had too much to drink. But you have saved the best till now. What Jesus did here in Cana of Galilee was the first of the signs through which he revealed his glory. And I love this part. And the disciples believed in him. John 2 verses 1 through 11. Jesus saves the best for last. That's not what the Bible says. We misquote this story so many times. Jesus did not save the best for last, even though that may be true in some scenarios, but this scripture says in verse 10 that he saved the best for now. And this is what I want to talk to you today. Just for a few minutes, lean in and receive the strategy. Okay, this is a word from heaven. I'm telling you, the power of now. You and me, we have to be careful that we don't wait around for one day, someday, The great end time revival is coming. If we're not careful, we will sit around and wait forever and we will miss it. The devil wants you to always look down the road. Someday I'll work on my marriage. Someday I'll start saving money. Someday I'll go back to school. Someday I'll I'll buy some life insurance. Someday I'll, I'll birth this business. Someday I'll write that book. I'm telling you, the devil wants you to procrastinate the purposes of God. And I'm talking to you. Every person on the planet has a purpose. There's something that that you're pregnant with. And if you spell now backwards, it spells one. So if you give your whole heart to God now, you've won the battle. Come on, somebody. Now is the time to praise Him. Now is the time to fast and pray. Now is the time to press in and to receive from God today. As you get older, you have to watch out. 
I'm telling you, you get saved, you, you sizzle, and then it's so easy for the, the fire of God to, to fizzle in your life, and you neglect, and you forsake, and you forget, and you, you fumble the ball, and, 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 and you get distracted. I'm telling you, as you get older, there are three stages that, that somebody steps into three temptations and dangers. The Church of the Frozen Chosen with Pastor Pillow and Sister Sheets singing, Oh, lay me down to sleep. Are you with me today? Don't get stuck in a spiritual rut. Psalm 1 gives us these three stages. And I want to read you this very familiar passage of Scripture today out of the ESV. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. This man or woman is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in season, and whatever he does prospers. Stay with me. So many people start off walking with God. They, they, they make progress, but somewhere along the way, they stop walking and they start standing. And if you're not careful, the longer you stand, eventually you'll find yourself sitting. And these are the three temptations. The man was walking with God, and then he stands with his hands in his pocket. And he, he's, he's, he's looking at what everybody else is doing and, and he's, he's trying to process and his, his eye is off of the king. And, and he finds himself um, spiritually complacent, if you will. And, and then before long, he's sitting in a pew. And if we're not careful, we'll do what happened on, on Calvary. The greatest gift you and I have ever been given is the gift of grace through Jesus Christ today. And two thieves hung on each side of Jesus Christ. And if you're not careful, the thief of yesterday and the thief of tomorrow will rob you of your blessing today. Friend, yesterday is a cash check and tomorrow is a promissory note. Nobody is promised tomorrow, but today is cash in your hand. And faith, my friend, is the economy of heaven. All we have is today. Did you know we serve the God who is, who was, and who is to come, but we can't forget that He is the God of yesterday and He's the God of tomorrow. But first and foremost, He is the God of today. He is the God who is. He is with you. He, he is for you. He is, he is with you in that car as you listen to this podcast. I'm telling you, He, he, he sees you with those earbuds. Uh, he, 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 he sees you when you break out your Bible. He's the God who is. I'm telling you, Matthew 6, 34 says, Take no thought of tomorrow. 99% of the things that we worry about, they never happen. Take no thought 
of tomorrow. This is the power of now. Deuteronomy 33, 25, as your days are, so your strength will be. If you stay in touch with today, you'll have enough grace for today. This is the power of now. If you have to, you have to expect God to do something big today. If it's going to happen someday, why not today? Why not tonight? Come on, somebody. Release your faith. I came to shoot you up today with great encouragement that, that your best days are not behind you. Your best days are before you in the mighty name of Jesus. Isaiah 43, 19 says, Behold, I do a new thing. Now it springs forth. The power of now is when, when, is when somebody puts their foot down and says, Now is the time. Today is the day I'm going to give God my, my whole life. Today is the day that I'm going to quit drinking. Today is, is my last cigarette. I'm telling you, today I, I'm going to make a change, and tomorrow I'm going to the gym. Whatever you need to do, do it today. The devil is the great procrastinator. He will agree with you that you need to quit, but just not today. He will always say, tomorrow. As one pastor said, the pathway to hell is paved with good intentions. And I thought, right now there's people screaming in hell saying, please let me out. I was going to pray the prayer of salvation the next time I went to church. I was going to surrender my will to the will of the Father the, the next time I was in small group. I'm telling you, they're screaming, please give me another chance chance but but their chances are over their life is is finished and and the book has already been closed but John 2:11 says the beginning of miracles came right after the now God has saved the best for now and the very next verse says that miracles began to break out do you know when the miracle will manifest in your life It'll manifest when you say in your spirit, by faith, right now. I'm going to make a decision today. You can't put your dreams off for tomorrow. No, if you don't believe me, one day it's going to be too late. The thief is crucifying your today with someday or yesterday. And some of you are living a miserable life today because of something that happened to you yesterday. God says you can't change it. You can't change yesterday. But you can stay there if you want to. But today, I want to give you a fresh start, a new beginning. Put it under the blood and say, God, I give it to you now. God, make me a new creation today. Luke 1.37 says, now nothing is impossible with God. Some of you are saying, it's impossible it's impossible. No, all things are possible with God. 
Now I say, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be unto me as you have said, O God. Now is mentioned over 2,000 times in the Bible. Now, 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 now. Take up your mat and walk right now. Go wash yourself in the pool of Siloam right now. As soon as the angel of the Lord stirred up the waters, the first one was healed, not the last one. You have to act upon God's word Right now, there's so many stories, so many scenarios and circumstances, but I'm telling you today, this is the power of now. Now is coming to pass at last. Grab a hold of this word, and when you do, I'm telling you, you have won the battle. You're not fighting for the victory, you're fighting from the victory. And I've got so many testimonies of how God has sent me supernatural breakthrough in my personal life, in my family life, in our ministry. So many amazing stories about how I got a word from God and I took a step by faith and I could not wait. Some supernatural doors are only open for a second. You have to, you have to grab a hold of God Today, don't wait another minute. Humble yourself and pray. Bow your knee. Lift up your hands and lay your life down. And when you do, the power of now will be set into motion and miracles will begin to take place in your life. I'm telling you, I done preach myself happy up in this place. I know what I'm talking about. So many people have misquoted this verse and they're waiting. John 2.10, they're waiting, they're waiting, they're waiting. Don't wait. Worship while you wait. Serve. Do something. Give God something to work with. You can't sit there. I'm telling you, you were walking, now you're standing, and now you're sitting. You can't sit there. Stand up. Put some feet to your faith. Square your shoulders and say, I don't know what to do, but I'm going to do something. I don't, I don't know. I'm going to give something. I, I'm going to... I'm going to get in my car. I'm going to go somewhere. I'm going to go back to church. I'm, I don't know what devotion to read tomorrow morning, but I'm going to read it. I'm going to, I'm going to go to church. I don't know what church to go to. I've kind of given up on church, but God, I haven't given up on you. I'm going to church this Sunday, and I'm going to worship you. I'm not worshiping man. The fear of man, Proverbs 28, is a snare. It's a snare. Don't worry about what other people are going to say. Don't worry. Be happy. Come on, somebody. Do something. Give God the widow's might. Glory to Jesus. I feel the Holy Ghost up in my studio right now. We are going to walk by faith and not by sight. I'm not moved by what I see. I'm, by, I'm moved by what I believe. And I believe in the power of now. Now, 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 now. I'm going to do something because Jesus Christ has already won the battle. And I'm going to fight the good fight of faith all the days of my life. What is the Holy Spirit speaking to you right now? What if this was your last church service where two or three are gathered? 
God is in the room. He's in the midst. The Holy Spirit is with you. And He's speaking to you. What if this was the last church service you ever attended? What commitments do you need to make? What is God asking you to do right now? Whatever it is, in reckless abandonment, do it. Do it. Take your shoes off. This morning I woke up, I went into my office, my other office, and I opened up my Bible, I took off my shoes, and I got down on my knees, and I started to worship. And I prayed this prayer, God, I submit myself to you. I'm yours. Everything that you've entrusted to me, it's yours, it's yours and yours. This air that I breathe, this body that I inhabit, this room that I, that I live in, this property, my family, my spouse, my kids, my car, my bank account, my ministry, it's yours, it's yours, it's yours. Whatever you want to do with me, God, I lift up my hands. I love that song. And he said, I lay my life down. My king forever. You are my king. What do you want me to do today? Friend, this is the power of now. And I pray this over you today that God would begin to make your schedule. That he would cross the T's and dot the I's. Every jot, every jittle, every word that Jesus has spoken over you would come to pass at last. And that your destiny and your purposes and, and your future would be fulfilled in your heavenly Father. And that He would do miracles. I'm telling you, John 2 verse 11 says that this was the beginning of miracles, And many of you have already seen God do miracles in your life. But I'm telling you, there's more, there's more, there's more. The greatest miracle that could ever happen in a person's life is the miracle of salvation found in Jesus Christ. And there's a verse I want to read. Isaiah chapter 12, verse 3. Isaiah means Yahweh is salvation. Isaiah 1, 2, 3. This is the 1, 2, 3 of salvation. It says, therefore, with joy, you will draw up water from the wells of salvation right now. If you need to be saved, don't wait till tomorrow. Do it today. I'm telling you, joy, joy, joy is found in Jesus alone. Give Jesus your whole life. Look no further. He's the one that you've been looking for. He's the creator of all things. Do you want to know what God looks like? Look at the life of Jesus. Read the gospel. Jesus is everything. Oh, he's everything. Give God your life. Isaiah 12, 3. Do it today. In fact, do it right now. This is the power of now.